0: Hello, I'm Teresa Puckett, parent guide and harmonizer and founder of Relational Parents, where we take the baffling challenges that we encounter with our children and use them to create more joy and peace in our families. How do we do it? By waking up to our own power to guide and relate to our amazing children. Welcome to the podcast, So happy that you're here today. Hello, it's T, and I am wildly excited to be here with you today because this is the first time ever that I have a guest with me for this episode. So I'm super excited to introduce you, relational parents, to Tara Nieves Green, who is the founder of Breath Awakening. She is an international master practitioner and trainer of breathwork. And I'm I'm just so excited. Welcome. Welcome to the
1: episode. Oh, Teresa, thank you so much for having me here. And it's an honor to be the first guest. (laughs) We're gonna have a good time today. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Absolutely. So we are going to talk about breath work because I I don't even know when I first heard the word breath work, but it was relatively recently, but I remember hearing Pranayama like 20 years ago. And so now I'm seeing like business coaches that are doing breath exercises and breath work, but I was really, really interested to see Tara who is you know, doing breath work and that is, that is the whole focus of breath awakening. So Tara, can you tell us a little bit about your, like a little of your story, like how you came to find breath work and what drew you to it?
1: Okay, so let's see, how did I come to find breath work? It kind of found me. You know, <laughs> I um, I was a fourth grade teacher um, in public schools, and I was always from from the time I was a teenager, maybe even earlier, um, curious about alternative healing and spirituality. Um, and so here I am, a fourth grade teacher. And all of a sudden, one afternoon, I was working at the I had my part time job at a children's bookstore and some the woman um, who worked with me uh, Ellie Divine is her name she said Tara i'm taking tai chi and the wor- the store was slow and she's like let's let's practice so i did my very first tai chi move at the age of 22 or 23 and i felt the energy like come up through my body wow just and i was like oh what what was that what was that just through some just basic Tai Chi moves. Well, that was like the, you know, those moments in time where your trajectory shifts. Absolutely. That was one of those moments. And from there, I'm teaching fourth grade in public school and I'm now I'm taking Tai Chi and then I take Reiki and then I stumble upon shamanism. Um, and then I stumble upon shamanism and um, I start. Mm, that when I stumble upon shamanism, I, I I'm now have an opportunity to bring in learning about the rainforest and indigenous cultures into my classroom.
0: Oh, okay. so you can bring it all together with the forest right. readers. And- but of
1: course, it's public school, so I have to be really careful on how I, sure. you know, in how I are. Law. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, We start doing a fundraiser for an an organization called Dream Change Coalition. Mm -hmm. And of course, I'm going to do my best to shorten this story because (laughs) I could take the whole half hour. Um, So we start doing a fundraiser, the kids night to um, help save part of the rainforest. And the gentleman who uh, was the organizer of that organization Mm -hmm. um, actually two years after doing fundraisers for the organization invited me to the jungle like i'd love for you to see where you know where these funds that you and your students are raising where they're going and what you
0: helped to create and preserve yeah
1: yes yes so it was there um in the jungle that i did a ceremony with uh the local shaman and had my first awakening, but I was told after a couple of visits back to the jungle that I was to go home and learn the medicine of my own land. Hmm. And in that moment, I knew I would be leaving public school teaching. Yep. And in my logical brain, the only thing that made sense was to go learn about my own land, which would be to get my master's in environmental studies. That's the only way my logical brain would right. allow me to quit my job. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. And yeah, yeah. wouldn't you know? the very first week that I was in grad school, I met my breathwork teacher. I stumbled upon them at, a, at a, an event. And they're like, I do this thing called breathwork. So even though my logical brain would have never quit my job to go train to be a breathwork practitioner, yes. um, the universe took care of it. Absolutely, right? no such thing as
0: coincidence.
1: Right? No so such thing. I ended up getting my master's degree and at the same time studying breathwork with awesome. this person who was up in New Hampshire. So this is where I, I my journey began. And I didn't really even wanna be a breathwork practitioner. I just was so, um, when I had my first session, yes. I never, you know, like you, I was like, what's breathwork? So if you're okay, I'm gonna allow this story now to segue into like- Oh, please. I think yeah.
0: we all need to know like, what is breathwork? And I, I actually, uh, can I just insert in here? Cause I think sure. this, you can expand on this. Okay. I just learned recently that yoga, you know, you know, yoga has been around in the West for, I don't know how many years, but like, uh, 80, hundred something like on the order of that maybe, but it's been around for a lot, lot, lot longer. And in that lot, lot, lot longer in the East, I understand that breath work was a massive piece of yoga as opposed to the poses. Um, And so we've kind of taken it and we've emphasized all the poses and left the breath work out in a lot of ways. So I just wanted to tee that up and so you can comment as you go.
1: Okay. Very good. Mm -hmm. Very good. So when I had, when I discovered breath work, Mm -hmm. I was, like I said, I was there. um, I was already a spiritual seeker and curious about things so when someone's like hey you want to try this i think you'd enjoy it i'd be like okay sure in that very first breathwork session um you work one-on-one with a facilitator at least i did at this particular time sometimes there's groups but i had a one-on-one session and i was taught how to breathe diaphragmatically Mm -hmm. and in this particular style of breathwork because There are so many different styles, just like yoga. There's yin yoga is very different than like hot power yoga. Breath work, same thing. In this particular style of breath work that I was practicing, it was specifically designed to help expand the breath capacity. But more importantly, it was designed to clear the energetic blocks that kept your breath small. Mm -hmm. And these energetic blocks come from experiences throughout your life where you tense up due to stress and trauma, Mm -hmm. um, due to wanting to control your emotions so that you don't um, embarrass yourself, (laughs) these different moments in life where we contract this style of breath, when we start expanding the breath capacity, the energetics that were stored from those experiences have an opportunity to necessarily be cleared but to be processed and integrated nice okay so uh, like i want to
0: pause you right there because i want to have another whole conversation about that like that whole integration but i don't want to divert from this that that's amazing is that the path that you continued on with this particular kind of breath work
1: yes yes and so for two years i had a personal practice where at least once a month I would go for a facilitated session and they you know we would share about what was going on in our life and and while I was talking about what was going on in my life the practitioner is scanning my body watching for where it lives in my body and so then when I lie down on the mat and I start doing this circular connected breath the practitioner just puts slight pressure on those spots where I was holding and it allowed the uh, energy to move a little more effectively. Wow! Yes, yeah. and what happens is after the you know my I'll give a little story about my very first um, my very first session. I was connecting the breath, which is called a circular breath yeah. in this particular style. It's all open mouth. Mm-hmm. It's diaphragmatic, which means we breathe into the low belly first, mm-hmm. and there's a relaxed exhale. So it just it's just rhythmic. So I'm breathing the circular breath. I'm lying on a mat. Mm-hmm. And very first session, I start getting this like effervescence, like an elka seltzer kind of feeling in my hip. And I was like, what the heck is
0: this? Did it tickle or was it burning? It, burn? it was,
1: it was like a tickly. Okay. It was like, like as if someone had dropped an elka seltzer that bubbly Right, wow. that, like right, yeah, effervescent in my <laughs> hip. Like, what the heck is that? Oh. So I express this to the facilitator, and he says, "Continue to breathe into your hip." I'm like, "Okay, breathe into my hip. My lungs are here." What does that even mean, right? But, okay, but I'm gonna go with it. I'm gonna pretend I can breathe into my hips. Well, while I'm breathing into my hip, all of a sudden in like as if there's a movie screen going on under my eyelids I'm taken back to a frat party that I had gone to at that point it would have been uh let's see I was 31 so I was 19 you do the math I'm not good right. at that <laughs> 12 years ago Woo! right 12 years prior um so I'm I am back at this frat party and I'm talking to a cute boy and his drunk friend comes up and he looks at me and he looks at his friend and he goes, dude, why are you talking to her? She's so fat. Right. (gasps) Yeah. Okay. Okay. So here I am now, 12 years later in the breath session, having effervescence in my hip, having this memory of this little jack wagon,
0: call yes, it fat yes, in front
1: yes. of a group of people right, choice right? right? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. so i lock my in in that moment back at the party i locked my jaw and i tightened my butt cheeks this was my way of like when i was offended and then the anger came up instead of punching hip i lodged it I, inside Suppressed inside it. wow right? and so think about how many times in our life you know, we get cut off by someone or someone makes a a comment that like this particular case, those little moments in life when we just tighten up, but we Mm -hmm. don't then allow ourselves the opportunity to express express lodges in the body. So here I am breathing. That moment comes up, the memory comes up, then comes the wave of humiliation, grief that people can be so so cruel and I start crying Mm -hmm. and I cry for just a little bit and I'm coached to bring come back to the breath and I'm completely peaceful for 11 years after you know that 11 to 12 year period of time I was in and out of a doctor's office trying to figure out what's wrong with my heel um, they said it's chronic, chronic plantar flasciitis. I was doing therapies. Nothing was really working. I, I ended up, um, they wanted to do cortisone injections at this point. I was like, no, no, no. Right. And then I found breathwork. Right. I had a breathwork session. I cleared out the jack wagon calling me fat back in college from Ooh. my hip and never hobbled on that heel again never no. how did the
0: heel like I get the the butt clenching in the hip and the right now I'm out of
1: alignment oh okay my that's hip too. by the hip joints are now out of alignment because I lodged there that, that left leg was slightly torqued compensation yeah and you've got
0: to be kidding me right that's so, amazing from so a work, work session
1: from one The very first breathwork session. (laughs) Now, granted, it's different for each person, you know, depending on what work you've done coming in, how much you're holding, level of trauma, all of that.
0: Well, Tara, I had another another question for you. It seems a little silly at this point. My question was going to be, oh, tell us some of the benefits about breathwork. But like, that's, that's crazy. And so, of course, you know, not everybody in their first session, la, da, 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 da. However, you're really opening up my mind and I'm sure the mind of some of the parents who are listening around what is possible um, through this, I mean, I I don't think it's very widely understood, right? This is very specialized, this ancient wisdom of breathwork. Yes. That's fantastic. So, so. You, like, yeah, what was your next step after this, like, massive, crazy, wonderful first experience?
1: Well, it it piqued the curiosity. Okay, if that little 30-second blip of my life 12 years ago is in my hip, what else, what else have I stored in in my physical body? Ah, yes. (laughs) So there began the journey, and I, I continued... Um, And I just found that not only did it help me physically once expanding the breath, but it also helped me in terms of noticing my reactions to life situations. And um, it gave me just a moment of pause to choose differently. So when we have unhealed energies in our body or unprocessed energies in our body, whenever anything related to that comes up, Mm -hmm. we have that reaction and we say
0: things, yes,
1: and we say things and we do things that we then go, oh, I wish I had handled that differently.
0: And that's because we're kind of like, there's like a guard up, right? Like there's a wall, like, oh no, you can't go there because we already repressed or suppressed that. And so- that's why the reaction is so instant
1: yeah yes that's a good way to describe it and what also happens is that each time it hits the wall it compacts and it gets thicker and thicker to the point where people then develop anxiety out of nowhere depression starts coming in because when the breath isn't moving through the body we're not getting the energy and the inspiration that we need to live life fully. We're not so, open.
0: We're like closing in and thickening the walls instead of yes. opening up.
1: And so this practice, finding a, a practitioner that you trust and you love, and luckily I'm online now, so um, it could be me, but I encourage people to find, to experience uh, different styles of breath because there's different styles out there. The, the type that I teach mm-hmm. is designed to really help clear this stuff out and do so in a really uh, safe and um, effective way. So, so um, let
0: me ask you, is this something that like, what are the recommended ages for breath work? Like, can you do it if you're 90, if you're 50, if you're 20, if you're seven, I don't know.
1: Yes, yeah, well, I love that you chose seven because um, that's, that's the age where, it's, it starts happening. So the answer is all ages, nice. all ages. And um, having been a teacher and being a holistic tutor, um, lots of parents would come to me and say, can you do this breathwork stuff with my kids? And I'd say I could, but more effectively doing breathwork with, with the adults in the situation. And I've done breathwork. I think the oldest gentleman was in his 80s. Um, which is a whole other story for another podcast (laughs) Uh, because it was just a beautiful experience. However, um, all ages can do this. When parents come to me asking me if I could do this with their children, I encourage them to um, work with me instead. And this is the reason. Your children will entrain or learn their breath pattern from you. So if I work with a child and help them open their breath, but then they go home to the parents who whose breath pattern is different, yeah. can the energetic connection between the parent and the child is so strong that the most effective way is to work with the parents and ideally both parents um, and get having them become aware of their breath pattern, um, coaching them and, and supporting them in getting the fullest uh, breath pattern possible. And then what happens, your three-year-old's having a meltdown you're able to stay in your center with your breath <laughs> you're oh, able God. to honor that this child actually has great wisdom in not holding that stuff in right
0: <laughs> amen oh there's so much so much synergy and i know we've like known there's so much synergy in our approach to, like working with parents and you know helping children through parents i love the word that you used in train because It's so true. You know, whether the avenue is the is the breath or another avenue, but that whole entrainment of energy, Mm -hmm. kids do take their cues from their parents. Like the if the parent has massive anxiety, then the child is not going to feel right being calm because they're entrained by the energy of the parent. And, you know, we can talk about that through the lens of you know, anxiety and medication and whatever. And we can also talk about through the lens of the breath, which is how it's, you know, sort of manifesting and on a subconscious level, the, the child is noticing the breath pattern. Absolutely,
1: right? yes. That's yes. awesome. <laughs> yeah, oh. it really, it's, uh, it, it, is, it is wild and wonderful. And I'm, I would love to share a little story because I also will work with families
0: Oh, that was my next question, Tara. Yes. I, was, I was writing down right now I'm like make sure you ask, you know, do, do you do it with more than one person like a parent and child?
1: Yes. So, first I work with the parents mm-hmm. because we want to get the parent the the foundation solid. Yep. Right? Work with the parents and what that means is for some parents it, it, again, it depends on the person's journey. Um but it's like any kind of retraining of the body, it takes time. So we work with the parents. And then I had this beautiful experience. The mom was like, can I bring the kids in? And she had three daughters. Uh, Daughter was age five, age 10 and age 14. And then uh, mom and dad. And so I've got the music playing and they're all lined up according to age. um, And they're breathing. And the five-year-old goes through the process. There's, there's like a, um, you connect the breath and then there's a certain shift that happens within the body. And the five-year-old was done in like five minutes. Oh. Why? Because she hadn't had layers and layers of life experience that needed to be, uh, you know, woken up and cleared. So she, all of a sudden she sits up and she's looking around and she's watching, (laughs) you know, and, um, and i said you know you can just hang out here if you want to dance you can dance the music you know but just you know you're done you're good <laughs> five how come right? it's taking them so long <laughs> right so <laughs> then one by one and what you'll see is that that the 10 year old already had stress patterns of uh, in her in her breathing
0: absolutely um, so they take
1: because the moment they go to school and they have to locked down depending on what kind of school they go to of but course like
0: conform to some extent yes. form right mm-hmm. yes
1: that's that's I, I love that word again um yeah yeah having, that's- to, having to conform and then the 14 year old already had very much adult like uh stress response breath pattern and patterns right right that makes- so um the, they're breathing and and the mom starts tearing up and I just hand the little girl the box of tissues and she brings them over to mom oh. <laughs> you know, like oh, and it was this beautiful synergy um you know the the five-year-old she she was very free and and sweet and very much um present yeah. and witnessing um and staying in a really joyful sweet space the 10-year-old she finished probably about twenty minutes in. Mm-hmm. Mom and dad and the older sister went for another another forty minutes. Um, wow, right? Yeah. And by that time, the five year old was off and running, doing her own thing. Yeah, doing um, her <laughs> own thing. Like, okay, okay. okay. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> That's um, so. It's just it's it's uh, very it's a lot of fun to watch how the different family members um, engage with the breath and their process. Um, But like I said, I work with the parents first to make sure that they have a a solid understanding and
0: that's fantastic. Good, 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 good. So, Wow. We have covered some major ground here today. And I, like, I just want, I want to thank you for like opening my eyes to the power the potential and the power of breath work. And I love just that so much of what the two of us are doing is very synergistic. Um, Where can our listeners and viewers find you? And is there anything that you could offer them as like a little toe in the water? Yes, yes,
1: yes. So my website is breathawakening.com. Uh, breathawakening.com. And when you go to the homepage right there in the header is, um, a free gift offer. And it is a, like you said, a toe in it's a, a daily practice. Um, there's two, two different recordings. One's a nine minute recording and one's what I call a quick reset. Um, and there's also a few other recordings that describe breath work, the style of breath work and an instructional uh, recording. And that's so the-, the one
0: that I have, right? Is that yep, the set that I have? I I love it. I have been doing it. And I um it's it's it is very different than any other breath work that I've seen, either in a yoga class as a little piece of yoga or in with these business coaches. It, very specific and you knew that whole can you can you just talk a little bit about mouth versus nose or maybe that's like the wrong question from somebody who doesn't really
1: No no it's it's a it's a wonderful question and okay so the daily practice that i offer is to energize clear and anchor you into your divine divine self accessing your divine wisdom. Fabulous. You could want anything else. Right, right. And so the energizing part is an open mouth breath. Now, if you get 20 breathwork practitioners, as a matter of fact, I just watched a symposium and they had half the group was nose breathers and half the group utilized mouth breathing and they each had very different opposing ideas about which one is better now in the in the practice in the practice that i use we use the mouth breath specifically to energize and it's it's open it's connected meaning we we are breathing rhythmically with our mouth open mm-hmm. and then that gets us energized then we do a little bit of movement and sound right. and so it's and then after we've done with the movement and sound and getting things cleared then we use nose breath to soothe the nervous system and to calm everything and to get quiet and go within nice so it's not At, really
0: either or
1: it, it's- And yes, they really, they really complement one another because I find that sometimes people like I tried to do, you know, uh, a meditation and I really couldn't get in there. Like I just, my mind was watering, wandering. And, and so I find that doing the, the faster energizing breath and then the body movement and shaking, we call it wagging the tail. Yeah. Um, (laughs) When we do, when we do this movement and we get the 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 sound coming out, it actually clears out tension that then allows the body to settle even more deeply. Oh, thank you so much. You just yes. sort of
0: narrated my experience with it. And and I was kind of confused at first because I was like, oh, I've only ever heard of, you know, either mouth ma- or nose breathing totally in and out or yeah. half. And then I was like, wow, this is different and strange and But then by the time it was done and you like brought me back with some calming nose, it's like, oh, I love this, but I don't, I don't understand it. Not that I have to, but it's just, it's nice to sort of hear what's going on as well as feeling it. So thank you very much for that.
1: You are so very welcome. So very welcome. And there's so much more that, um, I mean, this was just a little tiny, uh, taste. So I, I offer, uh, individual sessions. I offer workshops. I offer trainings, uh, to become practitioners. Um, and I'm also very open to having conversations and answering people's questions. Um, and the contact, there's a way to contact me on the website. Um, all my contacts, breathawakening.com. Correct. And breath, breath spelled B-R-E-A-T-H. No that's e. Spell it. Well, oftentimes breathe and breath. Being oh. a breath practitioner and a fourth grade teacher, um, in the past, I often catch this like, oh, they're using the raw that you know they use breath instead of breathe. or breathe. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> breathe instead okay. of breath. <laughs> breath. Like, look it up if you don't know. <laughs> <breath>. <laughs> but if, yeah, with the day yeah.
0: in awakening, it would look a little strange anyway. So that's that's great. Breathawakening.com. If you're listening to this, if you're watching this, like go get that free gift and experience yes. it for yourself. And uh I'm very excited about, you know, um uh, figuring out how else we can collaborate together, Tara. Yeah,
1: I, I feel good things are coming. Oh, me
0: too. <laughs> Thank you so much for your time and, and energy today to share with us, with all of our relational parents, what you do and open our mind to, uh, to
1: breath work. Well, T it's my pleasure. And I just noticed T is dynamite. <laughs> okay. That was totally cheesy, but I had to go there.
0: <laughs> God, I love that. Oh, oh,
1: oh thank
0: you. you. <laughs> so, so much. Everybody be well, have a wonderful rest of your day.
1: Bye-bye.
0: If you enjoyed this podcast and something resonated for you, I invite you to go get my new free parent energy tuning series. The free series includes 11 video shorts for greater connection with your child. Get it today at relationalparents.org forward slash parent
1: energy tuning.